Well, now it's recording. Stop it. Not this. No, just take that one. You need to try to know that. I <laughs> chopped mine up. What's up, everyone? This is L and L podcast. Um, this is Sunday, September first. First. Yeah. It's uh, I guess part of the Labor Day weekend celebration that everyone is hopefully having a good time with. Um, from the last podcast, I think a lot of you know that Laura started her um, vacation last Friday, right? Because when you got off, well, actually, the end of last Friday, um, towards the end of work, your vacation started, and you've been off the entire time, and I've been off since this past Wednesday. Yep. So I hope everyone has or is having a good or great, fantastic Labor Day weekend. Um, a lot of things to do outside because it's really pretty. Weather's nice. It's really sunny. Um, so I would definitely take advantage as much as you can, even if it means, you know what, even if it means washing your car, even if it means letting your dogs run outside a little extra longer than usual, or I don't know, doing something that's productive or fun outside, no matter what it is, taking a walk, checking out that spot you've never been to, but you keep thinking about so much. <laughs> I don't know. Checking out that spot. Yeah. That, that spot, girl. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh. But, um, yeah, no. However, um, I think tomorrow is, I guess, the official last day of summer, and everybody's back to school, I think, the day after. Yep. So that means all the kids jumping on the buses, please be safe. Parents, please be there to watch your kids jump on the bus. You know what? I remember at my old bus stop, um, we kind of, like, it's, it's funny because where my house was positioned, along with all my friends, we had, like, this central point where we all met. It was kind of like at a cul-de-sac. And um, I don't ever remember my mom or dad watching me go to the bus stop. I don't. I just remember walking. Like, I, my dad would get up, like, 6 o'clock in the morning and be out by 7. And then my mom, she'll be, she'll be still asleep. And then, you know, that's it. You know, my dad will make the breakfast for me. And he'll prepare breakfast and he'll make sure that I at least have, to, have something to eat and he heads out. And then my mom will stay asleep because she had to be at work, I think, at 9 or 10. So, for a while, I think, I rem- if I remember correctly, I had to wake up, eat breakfast, get myself dressed, and then be at the bus stop by myself. Isn't that crazy? I went to the bus stop by myself. How old were you? I'd say it had to be between third grade to, like, maybe seventh grade, I'd say. I feel like third grade's too young. But I feel like... I remember going to the bus stop by like myself. Maybe, like, sixth grade, because sixth grade, I went to the bus stop by myself. Yeah. But... I feel like my mom or someone watched me, but my bus stop, my bus stop was right down the street from my house. So. Yeah. Well, there was a lot of parents there, so honestly, everybody watched out for each other, you know, as yeah. far as like, you know. Um, but still, like, you being a little boy, like, not paying attention, like, someone could, a car could hit you, like, walking, you know what I mean? Like. Yeah. You know what, though? Well, there was a lady. No. Oh, wow. Okay. So, this was not planned, by the way. There was a lady in that cul-de-sac, right? And I remember when I went to the bus stop, every time she drove past, she would wave at me. Like, wave. Like, she knew me. And it happened for a very long time. And I think one day, I was at the bus stop, and I forgot who was there. I think I think it was, like, one of the first people there. Mm-hmm. She drove past me, and she stopped. And she goes, how's it going? I was like, I'm doing Okay. She goes, good, are you waiting for the bus? And I was like, yeah. She goes, oh, okay, well, 
you know, make sure you're good and I'll see you again. And I was like, okay. And at that time, I thought that was really innocent because I thought she was being super nice. Come to find out now in hindsight as an adult, that's like not, that's not correct at all. Like you should not be doing that, I think, right? Right? Because I, I don't know her. She doesn't know my parents. You know, she lived a little bit down the street from me. I, I've never seen my parents talk to this woman in my life. So it's kind of weird that a stranger would say hi to me like that. She just saw you every morning and she just felt bad because you walked to the bus stop every day by yourself. And or she wanted to kidnap me. I mean, if she wanted to kidnap you, she could have already done that. Well, damn, Laura. What? I'm just being honest. She could have already, she could have already done that. And... And you wouldn't have been able to do anything. I'd be living in a big mansion. I'm joking. Oh <laughs> no. Um, Maybe she was just being nice. You know, she never asked you to get in her car or anything. No. Just make sure you're all right walking the bus stop. She probably felt bad because you walk the bus stop every day by yourself. So. Yeah. Anyway. But, I, yeah. Everybody I, be safe. Everybody be safe. And you know what I also remember? What? You know, when it got really cold, right? We had, you know how the exhaust... <laughs> every year it gets really cold. It gets though. really cold every year. It gets really cold every... <laughs> Remember the time it got really cold? <laughs> <laughs> but I guess it's more cold when you're a kid because you're smaller, so... Um, what? No, it's more cold now as an adult for me. I freeze my tail off. Okay. When I was a kid, well, I didn't care. I was playing in the dirt, whatever. Well, uh, anyways, I just remember there was a van. It was like a... It was like one of our parents' vans or whatever. Rape van? Oh, God, no, but... I mean, hey, who knows? Um, but it had like a sliding door. So, anyways, the car was parked at the stop, at this yield sign or stop sign, I think. And it was one of my friend's moms. So, mm-hmm. so much for your rape joke. <laughs> whenever, whenever, whenever I hear kids and van, I think of the the meme where it's like, it's the van that has free candy on the side of it. Mm-hmm. Um. Or it's like free hugs or something. Or like free Pokemon cards. Yo. That would have worked for me, I That would have worked for everyone. That's of dangerous. Us back in the day. Um, you know, or free lunch. Um, anyways, so I remember the car would have the heat turned on and the exhaust pipes that have that white kind of like smoky stuff that comes out of it. Exhaust. Exhaust, whatever it's called. <laughs> the carbon monoxide, I guess you can call it. I didn't, I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't. That white smoke coming out of the pipes there and exhaust. Well, I didn't know you, you weren't allowed to play in that thing, right? Because carbon monoxide poisoning. Ollie, why would you play in the pipes and the smoke? No, because, well, because I thought it was fun. It looked, it looked, okay, I watched enough wrestling where, like, the Undertaker will come out with the, like, the pyrotechnics and the smoke and he's coming out and he's all, like, you know, looking macho and shit like that. But, Anyways, like I'm trying to tell you right now, when the smoke comes out, I was doing the same thing. I was walking through the smoke like this, like I was Undertaker, and I was like walking through the grand stage and shit. And I kept doing that so much, and I would smell like smoke. And then my friend's mom goes, hey, don't do that. It's poisonous. And I thought to myself, what the fuck is so poisonous about this? I'm fine, you know? But come to realize that, you know, that is really bad chemicals coming out of the exhaust. And if you breathe, if you breathe it long enough for a lot, very long time... It can cause you to get very sick, or you can, you can die. So, yeah, that's how people die from their car by sitting in a garage with letting their car run. Right, right, right. But my point was is that I had fun <laughs> playing in that when I was a kid <laughs> when it was cold outside. Smackdown <laughs> on that candy ass. Smackdown on the um, exhaust pipe. Here we go. Ew, that sounds like, that sounds like a club. <laughs> Smackdown on the exhaust pipe. <laughs> 
Wait, it works smack down the exhaust pipe. Hey, what if it was clap down on the exhaust pipe? Ew, that's disgusting. Clap down. Yo, you want to go to the clap down? Like, nah, man, I'm clapped out. Um, but yeah. You have to clap. Ew. (laughs) But then, like, I remember doing that, and then suddenly a bus, I guess, stopped. Like transition to a different neighborhood because I guess when I got to high school we had, I had to walk further down just to get to the bus stop. Do you remember making those walks? Yes. Damn, I forgot what that was like. Like literally making those walks from the house to the bus stop. Yes, I remember. I forgot what that was like. I just remember when we my the most the worst part of my day in the morning was when I got a locker and I started middle school. Ew. And we had to we had to try to get in as fast as we could. And get to our lockers and get all of our stuff and then make it to class and it's like you were on this time crunch and for me I always got anxiety because sometimes I had a hard time with the locker getting it opened mm-hmm. so I don't, you, I don't miss that do you realize and this is a fun fact for a lot of you do you realize going to middle school I, well if do I the way I realize? I imagined it and looking at it now in hindsight again it's almost like going to prison. It's not like going to prison. Okay, prove me wrong. Okay, well you do get you do get lunch on trays. Okay. You do have lockers. You are monitored right. by people, the hall monitors hall with whistles monitors with teachers, and walkie talkies. And you have to do whatever the teachers say and say on the time. On time. Stand in line, be quiet, and don't talk. Okay, so can we say it's the same principle as jail, but it's not jail because. These children hopefully haven't murdered anything yet. God knows, but I'm just saying. But the principle of obedience applies to both in prison and in school. No. Think about that. And I didn't make this up. Think about it. No, think about it. Think about it. Think about it, bitch. Okay, no, I'm saying like, look, when I went to school, right? When we went to school, middle school. Let's just stick when with you went school. to school. Okay. Okay. Think about the noises you heard. You heard whistles. You heard an intercom. You heard. The clanging of the metal, which was basically the, the lockers being opened and jammed. You heard fights. You heard kids screaming back and forth sometimes. And if everybody had to clear the hallways, you had to clear the hallways. When you go in a classroom, you're supposed to shut the fuck up, not talk, raise your hand, be obedient, and speak when you're spoken to, right? You, okay. can't, you can't act out. You got to sit still for a long time, which for a lot of young boys, that's very impossible to sit still. Okay, so, but... And the, then the difference with school. No, no, no. They listen, don't, they don't beat you with batons. They don't. They don't handcuff you. They okay. don't tase you. They don't pepper spray you. Right. They don't lock you in an isolation chamber. Okay. They don't. Isolation okay. chamber is basically detention, or basically oh it's gosh. a principal's office or OSS or ISS. Actually, not OSS. ISS. Okay. Am I right? Way back in the day, I could agree more because they actually beat the children, but now, no. I, I mean. I think it's relatable, um, but I don't know. They they use some of the same principles for sure. It's very similar principles, and it's kind of eerie at the same time, you know. Because yeah. even this, even the noises, it's like what a fun topic. We started talking about kids going back to school, and now we're talking about jail. No, I'm serious though. Because like think about the intercom, right? The intercom is a, the intercom is a symbol, like the iconic, like iconic noise, which means to get up and move on to the next thing, right? <clears throat> And we follow, I think mentally, we follow that same principle in our ears. The moment we hear that sound, we get up and we do something else. It's crazy, yeah. right? It is. I'm serious. And I'm not making this up. Where are you going? Oh, she got spit. She's been having some sinuses right now. 
So, but yeah, can y'all hear, hear me out? Okay, think about it. You gotta dress up, go to PE, dress out, do what you gotta do, come back, dress back out, go back into class, sweaty, and then you have to like sit still. I was telling you about it. Okay. Okay, let me ask you this then. As a girl, as a young girl, almost becoming a teenager, were you able to sit still for about four to five hours a day? Yes. As a boy, I was not able to do that. I was able to do that as a female. But I think majority of most females or girls or teenagers at that matter are able to sit still for a much longer time than boys do. Okay, but we have a harder time not talking. We mean not talking. We we always talk. That that's always been the thing. Like I could sit at my desk, no problem. But I always got yelled at for talking. I always got yelled at for passing notes because all we did was pass those sweet ass origami notes where it was like, ching 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 ching. I wish I remembered how to make one. I can make one. And so. and then you and then you put your one two three four mm-hmm. and then you pick one and then you go one two three four and then you got to pick a little message on the inside and then when you pick that it tells you something and yeah. Yeah, it says you're. It says, hi, slut. And you're just like, what the fuck? How did I pick this? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, like I, I remember in this class, I had a problem with not sitting still for a long time. Like I could sit still, but I would get insanely restless. And because they didn't have recess, I think they stopped doing recess at some point. Like they didn't do that no more. And the older you get, they don't do it. Yeah, but it's like, can it's I, so like, I, it's needed. Like you need it though. Can I interject? Interject. Now the irony is that you sit at a desk for eight hours a day and don't move. As an adult? Uh-huh. Yeah, and you see people go crazy when they fucking do that. Mm-hmm. You know? That's why most work schedules only go eight hours. If you go past that, for most people, that drives them fucking nuts. <laughs> I don't know. But. We work in nine, ten hour days every day. Yeah. But see, that, that school training has trained us to, to feel that way up until now. That's kind of eerie. You know? I never liked school. I never followed school. I always rebelled. I liked it. I I, I, I never listened. I never wanted to do work. I mean, I liked I, it until... I never studied. I never did any of that stuff. Like, I never I never listened. Look, I, I didn't like the conformity of school. I studied with the mindset that because studying was going to keep me out of trouble. And having good grades was going to keep me out of jail. And your dad would have killed you. Well, he wouldn't have killed me. He would have just been, like, ex- insanely pissed off at me all the time. <laughs> but... But, um, yeah. Yeah, I never cared it's just a school. It's just a false... It, to me, it's kind of like a really bad way of kind of encouraging young kids to do well. I don't know. It's like, <laughs> do this, do that, you'll do fine. I'm like, what? I don't know. Anyways, y'all can make, you, make your own judgments on that. I just think that I y'all, got... Y'all should reminisce. Y'all should reminisce. Think about everything you've done in school. and the cla- Think about the classes you were placed in, why you were placed in those classes... Who was in your classes, and how come nobody else like you was in those classes? I always got put on. Think the, about that. I always got put on the bad teams because I yeah. never, I never really. Well, I had kind of a rough home life, but which is is not an excuse because kids, you know, can do a great job and be really intelligent. But um, I just didn't care about studying, so I always got put on quote unquote the bad teams mm-hmm. and the portables outside. I didn't even mm-hmm. have a classroom inside; they were all outside. I remember being on the Panthers. The Panthers? The Panthers. They were the bad team. I was on a beam team. <laughs> beam team. That was sixth grade. First of all, see, what? The Flamingos? But look, even what? those teams mm-hmm. was a way of separating 
and I hate to say it like this, separating the kids that were troublesome and separating the kids that were much less troublesome. Well, I, I don't... And think about that. I don't think that. I think that... I think that. Kids with a lot of learning disorders and kids that, you know, are troublesome, kind of like myself, were just either not applying themselves or causing too much trouble. So they don't get to be put in those Excel but classes. See, as I got older into high school, when I started taking classes, I realized that only certain people, and what I mean by certain is certain academic challenges of people who are doing really well, not doing really well. I was always under the impression that a lot of those people were kind of intermixed in the classes, which I thought was a good idea. But for some reason, the kids, majority of the kids that weren't doing well, stayed with the kids who weren't doing well. And majority of the kids that were doing fantastic, supposedly, you know, they always stay with the same classmates and the same teachers throughout the years. So that led me to believe, thinking, okay, I think the people that choose these classes, that make these kids choose these classes, are pretty much choosing them based on all their merits. And they're kind of clumping them together in these sections because they don't want them to intermingle with other kids. Mm. And I mean that because the kids that are doing extremely well, for example, got better shit. You know what I mean? Like their classes were a little bit nicer the instructors were a little, excuse me, ugh, a little bit better. I know. Sorry, guys. I, I'll get to why I'm talking like that. Um, and it's just, things you seem to... always talk like that. It's fine. The fuck? No, I'm just kidding. Um, it just seemed like it was just a little bit nicer. You know what I mean? So I was very suspicious. Like, why, how come these kids got this and we didn't get that? You know what I mean? So... Just, just think about it. I know it's, I know it sounds strange, but think about it in terms of your job right now. How come the people who supposedly are doing better get better shit, and the people who aren't doing as great as you might be doing get nothing? Right? But it's, it doesn't honestly. Think like, about it. It doesn't really matter because when you, now it doesn't matter because everybody wants to be a YouTube star. Well, no. When you finish school, someone that has had a great education, blah blah blah, can can go down the wrong path. And then someone that doesn't can go down the road. Yeah, but that's not predicted in school, though. Nobody predicts that in school. Right. But I I get what you're saying about the classes, but it doesn't really matter because you can choose whichever way you want to go and still make your life successful. No, that's true. I agree with that. I was just thinking in terms of how how teachers and classes in the school system, how they place you in certain areas based on certain criterias. And those criterias, I feel like a little bit unfair in some cases, but... All right. Well, we'll save that for another time. That's not really a good Labor Day special. <laughs> Talking about the woes. Rambling about But it's school. true, though. Like, we got to talk about it because, like, I'm older now. It's, yeah. what, what, it's been 20 years since I've been in elementary. Yeah. So it's like, I, I, I'm just now realizing this stuff. Like, why was I placed in these classes and my other friend who was just as bright as me wasn't placed in those classes? Like, what was wrong with him compared to me, you know? It's I like, know. I don't know, but... All right, well, we're going to talk about some other stuff. Um, what do you want to talk about first? Okay, so this week, this Labor Day, I guess, vacation weekend. We kind of had planned out to do a bunch of cool stuff. Yeah. And we didn't do any of it, except for one thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, fun fact, and I'm, most of you have seen this on my, on my Instagram, but I've never been to a dentist in my life, and... Don't ask me why, and don't ask me, and don't tell me I'm disgusting because that's not right. Well, I will. I'm just saying. I can I can attest to this because Ellie's teeth are fine. Like Ellie has beautiful straight white teeth, mm. and he doesn't have any problems. Like 
I was, when he told me that, I was, at first, I was grossed out. I was like, ew, like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> why? Like, what's wrong with your parents? Like, why didn't they do that? Um, but Ellie said that his parents just, both of Ellie's parents, um, his father is from the Philippines and his mother is from Italy. So, I don't really know if that's something that they Don't pride do themselves over in? There I don't or, fucking know. But, Anyway, um... Actually, but, maybe that's that could be true, but I think it's because no one really said, Ellie, go to the dentist. Like, no one really forced me to go to the dentist when I was a kid. Right, your, your, your parents didn't make Right, I've been to the doctor, but dentist-wise, it wasn't, like, a big deal. To them, it's like, all they said was brush your teeth every day and floss and gargle and you're fine, right? And you've done that and your teeth are fine. Yeah, um, I had a big gap in my teeth at one point. Right here between my, my two front teeth. That's why. Your I had a big gap. I had they, a big gap there. Themselves. Yeah. yeah. And I never got braces for that. That's because it fixed itself. Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, well, Ellie had has had pain in the back of his mouth. That shit for sucks. For a couple days. And, it's been um, reoc- last, it's like reoccurring pain. Last week. And he finally went to the dentist and they took an x ray. And we found out that he had an abscess in between his tooth, where yeah. an abscess, basically, I hope I'm explaining it correctly, was there's a there was a pocket in between his tooth because his his wisdom tooth was coming in crooked. It was coming in kind of sideways, mm-hmm. so it was creating like a little like a little triangle hole mm-hmm. in between the bottom of his tooth and then his other tooth. Right. So it was like a pocket. It was like a little air pocket, and it collected like food and a whole bunch of other stuff, and it basically got infected. And um, yeah. and I've I've had the same thing. That's why I had to get my my wisdom teeth out because I ended up getting um, infection because of the way that they were growing in. But anyway, so we then got referred to the oral surgeon. Well, he went Wednesday, right? And then we didn't think he was going to be able to get in for two weeks. And they gave me a ton of medication. You hear this? And, and they gave you him hear a that? ton of medication. You hear that shit? So, yeah. but then we but then we found out that like the oral surgeon had an opening Thursday. The like, next day. Like the next and day. And I was like, oh shit. I was like, here goes our vacation. Because I had all four of mine out and all of mine were impacted. So I was hurting for like four days. But right. luckily, Ellie's were not impacted. They mm-hmm. were actually all in, which mm-hmm. was great. Yeah. Um, so the, the doctor was like, well, you know, we got to pull that one. And then you may as well just pull all the other ones. Yeah. Um, and then this way, your teeth will never get crooked or, you know, it'll never overcrowd all that good stuff. So, yeah. Um, but Ellie got all four of his teeth out. And you know what? I, I never thought that the first visit to a dentist to get my teeth checked mm-hmm. would involve a follow-up surgery the day after. No. No, you got lucky you got in there. Well, I'm glad I did. Because, I mean, again, she said, like Laura was saying, the most of the times are booked out two to three weeks. And right. so that's why they gave me a ton of painkillers and, and, antibiotics. and antibiotics to make sure I can deal with it. But then when they said... We have an opening tomorrow because somebody canceled. I was like, you know what? We're already off, and I can't really take any more days off. Let's just do it. Let's just do it, you know? Ellie literally was fine. He he went he he went in, and the day he went in, of course, he was in a shit ton of pain, and he was out of it, like, and his mouth was bleeding a lot, like, really bad. Yeah. I, I mean, I, of course, I, I took care of him, but the next day, he was, he was fine, yeah. which I'm kind of mad about because I was literally sick for, like, four days, um, but... That anesthesia works so fast. Oh my gosh, Ellie was hilarious. I'm not going to tell you everything that he said, but he did tell Yo. me. He he did tell me with his little gauze in his mouth. He went, 
You are the most sexiest woman I have ever seen. <laughs> sound, sound like the Kevin. sexiest woman I have ever seen. <laughs> I love you. I love you. You love me. And then you asked me to take a selfie. Yep. Yeah. So I was the sexiest, most beautiful girl you'd ever seen. Well, you know, it's true. <laughs> asked me to take a selfie. Yeah. And then told me how much you loved me. And then he told me that he was sorry for making me upset. <laughs> I guess we had an argument, like... Oh, uh, we did. Yeah, and, and then he was like... Oh. But, you know, he's got the gauze in his mouth, and he's got chubby cheeks, and he's like, Oh, sorry. <laughs> I made you a set. <laughs> like I, I just lost a boxing match. Yeah, that was... um Man, that anesthesia worked so fast. Yeah. Like, Ellie, Ellie told me he wanted cookout and his, during his anesthesia, and the dentist, the oral the oral surgeon was like, nope. You know what? Because when he sat me down, and then they put the, um, the, IV. the IV in me, yep. he goes, so, um, you're going to feel this medication. It's going to feel like ants in your pants. And I was like, oh, okay. And I started feeling it in my ass. It looks like, it felt like ants were crawling up my ass. Yeah. And then he asked me a question. He goes, hey, uh, so what's that in your shirt? Because I was wearing the Magan... Uh, food pop-up shirt mm-hmm. and i was like yes yeah, it's, it's my friend's little pop-up restaurant and like i literally blacked out and like i and like and i remember just saying that and then i fell asleep and i i'd say within two seconds i woke up and when i woke up it was not two seconds it was like it was like almost 40 minutes okay but for me it felt like two seconds by the time i fell asleep and i opened my eyes all i heard was are you ready to go come on and i was like I was so dazed, right? He was so out of it. I was it kinda, so fucked it up. It creeped me out because of the way he looked. Because he, he just looked so... It was so messed up. Yeah, I was lo- I was I was really messed up. And then, like, I, I could not see. Like, I, I kept looking at the ground. It was blurry. And you h- held me. And I guess the, the dentist lady was holding me. What do they call dentist, like, assistants? Like, um, like DAs or... I, Hygiene, 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 hygiene assistant? assistant. Okay, not RNs, I guess. Dental assistants. Right. Okay. So the lady came over and she was like, I guess, holding me as well. <laughs> and I looked at the ground and it was really blurry, and I was like, I can't see shit. And I felt the need to like throw up, and I threw up in the parking lot. Yeah, needless- what is up with me throwing up in parking lots? That's like need- the fourth time I've done that. <laughs> need- needless to say, Ellie threw up in the parking lot, and he had just ha- we just put fresh gauze in his mouth. And the lady was holding him up, and he started barfing. And she and like she kind of freaked me out because she was like, "Go inside and give me some help." And I was like, "Is it that serious?" And like I ran inside, and I was like, "I was like, she needs some help out here. He just threw up in the parking lot." Oh my god, I didn't know that part. <laughs> like she was so serious. She was like, "Give me some help out here," and I was like, "All right." Like, hold on, why she? How come she can't run in there and grab somebody? Because she was holding you up. Because you, you that was your job. Because you couldn't walk. Okay. Look, I was getting the car open. I was turning on the AC. Uh-huh. I was moving the seats. I was getting all your stuff in the car. I was in the car ready to go. Right. Well, yeah. I, I remember throwing up, and because I just I remember feeling that it, like that sensation. I was like, I got to throw up, and I threw up, and then I guess you sat me in the car. I didn't know what's going on. I guess I yeah. fell asleep, and then I woke yeah, up. Ellie passed out the whole way. And then when we started walking from the car to the, the front of the foyer, that's when I when I felt you grab me, and I was dizzy. And I threw up. Yep. I threw up again on the, the. God, this is so reminiscent because it just happened to me in D.C. during New Year's. I threw up in the car, or on the way to the car, and I threw up at the front foyer. Man. Ellie just doesn't just, do well just, with anesthesia. I don't do well throwing up. Period. But anyways, that was really bad at mm-hmm. the moment. And then we got to bed, and then I just passed out. Yeah, Ellie passed out, and Ellie slept like 
almost the whole entire day, and I had to wake him up, like, every 30 minutes to change his gauze, and I felt really bad. Mm -hmm. But he was so sick, I was supposed to give him all of his medication, but he hadn't eaten anything, and he was and he was nauseous, so I had to wait. I called the doctor's office, and then I had to wait, and I had to go pick up a nausea. They called it a nausea prescription. Oh, the dissolvable dis- ones? Yeah, and really? then I got that in you, and then I got your antibiotic in I'm gonna you. I'm going to keep those at work. And then I, I got you in your, then I got your ibuprofen, and you even got some food. I'm keeping those at work, because I know at work sometimes I get nausea, like nauseous. But you know what? I made baby food. I literally yeah, took bananas did. and I warmed it up and I mashed them down so Ellie could eat it. Yeah, I was starving. Yeah, I, I was starving, and you know what's crazy? I bananas in there. So when I woke up from my anesthesia, I was still in pain in my in my cheeks or my mouth. He was in a lot of pain the first day. He was like, "I'm in so much pain." Yeah, because I kept having to take gauze out, put it back in, take gauze out, put it back in. Yeah, and I couldn't feel my the bottom of my lip. Right. Like it felt like um. Like, you know how now you can feel it, but when, you know, when, like, your feet falls asleep and you're trying yeah, to touch it's it? Tingling, yeah, it's tingling. It's coming back. My lip was doing that, and I was, and I was kind of scared because the doctor, freaking, what's his name? Um, well, he said that there's a, that there's a nerve next yeah. to where his wisdom teeth When he was. said that, I was scared. And he said that it's a possibility if he accidentally nicks a nerve that Ellie could have um, some numbness in his face yeah. long, long term or short term. Short term. Freaking, like, skinny... Ben Affleck came over here and like oh took my, my teeth God, out. Oh my God, you're so funny. Um, like but, Fargo, I or mean, not Fargo, Argo. I'm no, sorry. But, but seriously, I had some numb. I had some numbness in my face after my surgery for about six months. Yeah, yeah, that was. I mean, it was painful because like I kept. You know what really sucked though? The hiccups. Because my mouth oh, was so, yeah. my throat was Ellie, so dry. I don't know what happened, but it was so scary. So you know how y'all get hiccups for like. Like, I don't know, like 15 minutes, 10 minutes. Ellie had hiccups off and on for two days. Yeah. Two days. His first day of surgery, when he got when he got out of surgery, he was hiccuping very violently. And then he went to sleep, and he kept waking up and going to sleep. And every time he woke up, he had hiccups. Mm-hmm. So the next day after, Ellie had hiccups all day long. And it would we, stop and, and then we were, come back. we were really freaked out because we yeah. were like, yo, like... Are you are you all right? Like, yeah. are, are you gonna be okay? But what, what's this bone up here called? Or? Um. So, basically, a hiccup is coming from your diaphragm, and a hiccup, um, a hiccup is a um spasm in your diaphragm and in like oh. your, and, and in your lungs that uh, causes spasms and blah blah blah. Any, anyway, but you basically are moving all the muscles. It's like the collarbone up here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, like I think yesterday when I stopped. Yeah. It really hurt because all you know because if you think about it, you're like your whole body's like spazzing out like an upward portion, portion whatever, and this whole area up near my neck, like that collarbone area, was like really sore. So every time I would take a deep breath, it would hurt. Now it's not, it doesn't hurt as bad, but yeah, that, yeah. Was, that was horrible. That, that freaked me out. Like I was drinking so much water to kind of like to muffle that hiccup, but it wouldn't help. Yeah, I was getting scared too for a second. I, I went to get ice cream or gelato, yeah. and it, it kind of helped, but then it came back. So Well, there is a condition called, because I started Googling it because it freaked me out. It's called chronic hiccups, and some people have them over 48 hours. Um, and if it lasts longer than that, you have to go to the doctor. Yeah, well, so. mine's gone. I mean, I haven't had any hiccups. No, I know, I know, so. but... It could have also been a side effect of anesthesia. That's what I would think too. Um, from I from IV. Um, My throat was so dry though. Sedation. 
Yeah. Like, that was kind of painful, too, my throat. Yeah. Because, like, the gauze, like, it was soaking up all that saliva. Yeah. So, like, my throat just felt like, like sandpaper. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ugh. Well, look, luckily, Ellie seems to be in the clear because, you know, they always worry about dry socket. I mean, um, I, after I've been and... doing pretty good. I, I just had waffles just now. Yep. That's about the hardest food you've eaten so mm-hmm. far. I drank some coffee. Yep. Warm coffee, not hot, but warm coffee. Yep. So I'm, I'm okay. I mean, I can still see my, how do you say, sutures? Sutures. Sutures. I still see them, but it looks like they're going away now. Well, no. Kind of. The sutures are clear. And What's that and, What's that long stringy thing then? That's what it is. It's a suture, It's but it's a clear dissolvable suture. Oh. So it stays in your face. Because you know how like normal stitches, they have to cut and mm-hmm. they pull them out? Well, mm-hmm. these, they don't do that. These basically, when your mouth has healed enough, mm-hmm. they're going to end up breaking off. Uh-oh. And then they're you're either going to swallow them and eat them by accident, or they're going to come out in your mouth and you'll pull them out. Ew. Yeah. It's like a long shoelace. No, they're not that long. It's probably like this long. I mean, okay. like less than an inch. Yeah. Well, I got my wisdom teeth pulled out, so. Yeah. All four of them. Mm-hmm. Did not expect that. But now you feel so much better. I feel you. way better. Like that, yeah. that tooth in my back left jaw... I swear, like, that crap hurts so bad. And if I if I had not taken it out by now, I'd probably be still in pain. Yeah. And it won't be much enjoyable. Yeah. And But I'm, I'm glad I took it out. It was worth it because I feel so much better. Because yeah. <laughs> the day it happened, I could not fall asleep because, like, it, I was in so much pain. And if I, if I leaned on it, it would just I, – I, I would wake up so much just because I was in pain. Yeah. But but now that I've I figured out the whole dentist thing <laughs> – like, I, I will definitely be a reoccurring customer. I'm making Ellie go back once his teeth are healed for a cleaning. Yeah. I don't really consider myself a patient to dentist offices or medical offices. I'm a customer. Okay. <laughs> no, it's, it's a money business. It's not, You're let's, a patient. Let's not fuck around. They make money off this shit. So, I'm a customer. You're a patient. Until, until this shit's free healthcare or at least... Reduced to some extent. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a customer. Oh, so. Also, I recommend you guys getting MetLife for your dental insurance. Yo, MetLife saved me covered, some savings. Covered his whole procedure. His whole procedure was going to be like twenty five hundred dollars, and uh, you I, know they ended up paying like a hundred bucks. I right? paid the price of new Nike Air Max. Yep. Think about that. You guys are out there spending money on shoes. I just spent money getting my wisdom teeth out mm-hmm. for the price of Air Max. Yeah. MetLife, Met we only pay 20 bucks. Priorities. Yeah. Yeah. But, see, now, now you're glad I made you get that dental, aren't you? I did, because I didn't get dental last year. And then this year, when we had to renew our insurance, they said, do you want dental? I was like, yeah, I guess I'll get dental. So. Yeah. I made you get it. Now you're happy. Yeah. Paid off. Now I still got to go to the doctor, because last time I was supposed to go to the doctor, and apparently my insurance changed, and I wasn't given any kind of notice about it. So when I went to my appointment, they told me that... I gotta redo my appointment, which my next appointment is September the nineteenth, and on the seventeenth is my follow up dentist appointment. Mm-hmm. I swear, if I go to that dentist appointment, they go, "Ooh, we gotta take out your lungs." I'm like, what the fuck? Like, no. <laughs> like um, what are you talking about? So, and we'll just we'll, we'll talk about a couple other things now. I mean, I'm I'm glad you're okay, and I'm glad you know Ellie's cheeks are a little poofy. A little bit. But his sedation was probably the funniest. I was laughing so freaking loud. Yeah. That's good though. Um, well, and I've been sick. Um, I know. I've and had, sorry. I've had, um, I have sinus issues all the time. Uh, so, such bad sinus issues. Um, 
and I believe I've been fighting off an infection for a while, and but it ended up making me really, really sick. Um, so during Ellie getting his wisdom teeth out, my symptoms were like the worst, <laughs> and I was I was dizzy and um, you know, but I was I was okay. Like you know, like when I went dizzy, I'm you know I I could drive, I could walk, you know, I could do everything I needed to do. It's just like you know when you guys have a sinus infection when you feel like it's like knife stabbing you and like your your head and your face. But luckily um, last night there was so much pressure in my head that I almost fainted and I ended up going to the doctor and getting an antibiotic. So I'm good to go. What if the what if the lady and patient first goes, Oh, so what's that pain feeling you have in your head? What if you went, Yeah, it feels like Ted Bundy took a crowbar, hit me <laughs> That's not funny. But that's the past. Oh, uh, we actually just watched that, uh the Ted Bundy documentary on Netflix. That was the that one with Zach Efron playing the um Yeah. How did a guy from high school musical play the serial killer Zach, you know, Ted? I don't know, he Bundy. he did a good job though. Yeah. That was not a bad movie. People um, were giving it bad reviews and shit, but I was like, it wasn't no, that bad. I think and, it's like, good, but I definitely think it kind of makes you feel sorry tries to make you feel sorry for Ted Bundy. It did, but I was like, I don't feel sorry for this crazy dude, man. Like, hell no. If you look at his picture, like, I don't know about anybody else, but when you look at this guy's picture, you just know that he is crazy. Like, when you, like, watching videos of him, you just know he's crazy. By the way he looks, but. um, What else happened to us? Oh, I had this, did we tell people about this? I had this weird guy at the urology office. Um, we told Mark and uh, Mitchie. Mitchie. Yeah. Uh, I Hi. Had this, I had this weird guy at the urology office Uncle Mark. Uh, try and send me a mm, message. Mark. And um, basically, he listened to my non-public information while I was at a counter talking to a nurse. Heard, Overheard my name, found me on Facebook, and tried to and sent me a message um, that basically said, Sorry, was over overheard your information at the urologist's office and found you beautiful. <laughs> Hope you're not mad at me, fucking creeper. Yeah. What the fuck's wrong with people? That was, I was really like, I don't know how to explain it. I was really upset for I you. I was freaked out. I know you were freaked out. I was equally freaked out, but very upset when I heard that. Yeah. And um, I was like, yo, this dude. And I, I was creeping, so I went on his Facebook. And apparently, he's got like a ton of girls on his friends list that I, I'm assuming he's befriended. For similar reasons, because I thought to myself, well, if he's done that to you, he's probably done that to a ton of chicks. Yeah. So I had but, to, like, report him and all that shit. So. Yeah, I mean, I blocked him, and luckily everything on my Facebook's private, except for where I work and my name. Yeah. Uh, but I made where I work private now. Um, but I, you know, talked to my urology office about it, and, um, you know, the, the director there said that he's not a patient. Um, he was with probably someone... Like, take, taking them to the doctor, pick, picking them up. Um, so, hopefully, I won't ever have to see him again, but... I'm pretty sure you won't. At least they know about it. Yeah. Um, but on a lighter, brighter note, lighter I just note. want to tell you guys that. Please be careful if you see men checking you out. Um, just be careful and try not to say your name or any of your public information because we don't think about it when we're in the hustle and bustle. Because I wasn't thinking about it. I was at the urologist's office. You know what I mean? Just get my prescriptions and stuff and yeah and this man just decided to listen mm-hmm. 12 feet away and try and find out what my name was so yeah. you know it just anyway but just be careful 
Yeah. Everyone. I mean, yeah. I'm sure there's women out there who do the same thing to men. That's but. why, like, when people, when women or men or women, but let's say women, for example, when y'all have name tags on, uh-huh. let's say you work, I'm going to I'm gonna throw it out there. Let's say you work at a nurse's office, right? Or you work at a gym or anywhere. All it needs to do is get a first name and type in the employment on Facebook. And if you put the information out there, they're going to find you. Like, they're going to, someone can find a way to find you. Yeah. All they have to do is type in, like, Centera Lee first name and then somehow your name will pop up you know and it's gonna pop up if you make it public but that's why like whenever I post my information on Facebook I try to only put minimal information where family members can find me but for other people I I try to reduce that because I don't like the fact that if you know more than likely if someone wants to find your information they're gonna find you somehow Mm -hmm. if they're that hard up for it but at the same time if you can minimize the information you put out there you know, you got to do your best by doing that. So, especially Instagram, like, what? I saw people walking. I don't know what it was about. Well, you're looking that way. Um, Sorry, we, we, we almost fought on this podcast just now. Um, <laughs> Our neighbors walked by and <laughs> looked at me like I was crazy. Um, <laughs> anyway, but yeah, so um, what's on a brighter note? Let's talk about what? The couch. Yeah. Ellie and I bought a Yo. couch. We bought a couch because Labor Day, you know, has some awesome sales. You know what? I never really realized how much those sales go deep in Labor Day. <laughs> those sales go mad deep, deep. Yo, Yeah, deep. They're so deep. Yeah, deep like the, the box of Cheerios I don't eat. <laughs> that was lame. Uh, 50% off deep, A. No? All right. Damn, well, we, anyway. we're just making it cringy right now for everybody. Anyway. Um, so we ended up getting this couch, um, and I kept passing it by. Deep as an I'm Oh my gosh. I kept passing it by because, um, the price tag was like 2,500 bucks. And I was like. $2,500. And I was like, me and Ellie can't afford that. Hell nah. So I got smart and we went to <laughs> I like, got smart out of nowhere. We went, f- shut up. <laughs> we went to four different stores and I was like, okay, Ellie, let's go to the Ashley Furniture and Beach Boulevard. And so we went there, and I started looking online at Ashley Furniture, and, and then, they had cheaper sales online on some items. A lot cheaper. So I started showing I like um, it a this, lot. this this one guy named Wes. He he was amazing, by the way. He's a he was a great guy. He was really helping us out. Um, and he said, "Well, if you see something online that's cheaper, he's like." I'm going to grant it and give you the same price that we would in the store. Which is unheard of because most retailers don't do that. Well, he basically, his whole point was, why am I going to let you buy it from the manufacturer rather than just have you get it here? That's a good point. And I'm going to name drop. I wish a Navy Exchange did that when I worked there because every time people wanted to price match shit online, our managers just said, no, we can't do that because we'll lose money. And now look at y'all. Anyway. Sorry. They, I had to get they, it out no, there because they, they were. They're they were, probably doing it now. Yeah, they have to. They don't have a choice. But back when I was working there, they weren't doing that because they were just scared about losing money. Oh. Um, yeah, but, sorry, I had a name drop. But, but you know what? It was it was smart of me to do that. And then I saw this beautiful couch, and I was like, oh, Elliot's from $100. Well, light bulb went off in my head, and I was like, oh, shit. They're having a 50% off sale. I wonder if this couch is cheaper online. Mm-hmm. So I looked. The couch was only $900 online. Yeah. And I, and I looked at you and I said, listen, if this, if the guy can honor this price and the fact that this is a couch we're going to have for a very long time, mm-hmm. it's a great looking couch 
for an amazing price that we're probably not ever going to get ever again for, no. a, for a while. It's a, it's a three, I don't know if y'all know much about couches. It's an L-shaped couch and it's a three-piece sectional. Yeah. Look up three-piece sectionals and how much they are. They are literally two to three grand. Yeah. And it's, it's got bullet like rivets. <laughs> not bullet. What is it? It's got studs. Oh, studs. <laughs> Well, it's got bullet holes in there from all the freedom oh we love gosh, in this country. Um, Hell it's, yeah! It's, it's got these rivets in it, or like studs, and they're like circle, and they like line the bottom of the couch, which I freaking love. Don't try it on my couch. And it's this beautiful, like light pewter cream color. It was um, nice. I was eyeballing it too. But it, but it's not super light to where we're gonna stain the shit out of it. Um, and it comes with all these beautiful pillows. I'm so excited. That couch, I'm going to stain the shit out of that couch. Well, Me, you, we're going to stain this couch. Well, split between Ellie and I, it, it was really cheap. Very affordable yeah. for a, a nice, beautiful couch. It was well with that it. We're going to have for five years. And the fact that it was right around under our budget. Right. And we still got the warranty to go with it. And, right. we're st- and we were still able to manage that budget. Right. That was a perfect buy, I thought. I was, because I literally looked at the price. We kept looking at that couch. We were looking at the other couches, and that's why when I was looking at you and we were looking at it together, I was like, I feel like we're settling for those uh-huh. because we felt like those were our only they were, options. They were cheap. They were cheap, but if you didn't do that research online, man, we would, we would have just settled with the other one. Yep. And I don't think we would have been as happy with it either. So you got to make sure that look online and look in the store when you go yeah it was worth it and i mean that that was an awesome price like there was no way i was turning that down yeah. like no way so um, but we got a great price we went half season on it and then we bought the warranty yeah. which is five years and then i I'll, think i'll post some pictures when we actually get it here. yeah are we picking it up on the 14th september no, 14th it's getting delivered here oh delivered okay so that gives us time hey guys if y'all want a couch by the way um, yeah, we're I, trying to sell a couch right now. <laughs> I, I am gonna sell uh, my couch that I bought brand new. Um, it's black and white. If you've ever been over my house, you know what it looks like. It's black and white, and um, what's black and white and red all over? So the whole couch is pretty much black, except the front has white on it, and then the pillows are all black. Um, but they're reversible. It's a, it's a fabric, and then. The pillows, some of the pillows are like white and black and they have like these weird little designs on it's it. It's like, it's like a, how do you call it? Like those, um, ma- maze, yeah, maze, maze looking. It looks like a maze. Yeah, it looks cool. I like it. It's black um, and white though. It's super, it's it was, clean. It was super Tim Burton. So I bought it. <laughs> yeah. It's clean though. It's nice. Yeah. It's, it's clean. I mean, it's got wear and tear, but like it's still white where it's supposed to be white. Um, it's not broken. It doesn't have any there's scratches, no scratches no gashes. Tears. I have yeah. all the original pillows. Um, you know, as far as like stains, it's pet like, free. It's fine. It's pet free, smoke free, um, weed free. We have weed free. Um, so yeah, meth free, kid kid free as well, cocaine free. Oh my gosh, Ellie. Yeah. So if any free dumb. So if you know anybody that wants a couch, please reach out to me. Yeah. And I think that's. Oh, we got. Uh, oh, we, we were supposed to go to Richmond. Yeah. Did we already say that? I no. Because we're supposed to go to Richmond on our vacation, but it didn't happen. Yeah. So hopefully, we'll go next weekend. You know why? Because my car inspection is due August, the end of August, and it's September now. And Ellie forgot. I forgot, but because also we had things going on. But throughout the month, I, I had every opportunity to do it, and I never did. Yeah. That usually happens to all of us, right? We always find something we got to do that month. We just don't do it for some reason. 
So I didn't do it. And now I have to worry about my car, which I've turned in and I'm going to get back till Tuesday. And then my mom's car I have to take care of because her car is not starting. And so I got to like take care of her car too because she's unable to do certain things by herself. So gosh, man. That's a lot to do. Yeah. But uh, we hope everyone has a great weekend, and that's a little bit about what's been going on with us. Oh. And what? What else? One last thing. Okay. My logo. Oh, yeah. Okay. So. Briefly. I'll, I'll how, keep it. How long has our podcast been going Well, on let's here? check. It's about 48 minutes. Okay. That's yeah, fine. That's a, really that's a whole nice car drive for any of you who have to travel from here to Richmond. Oh but God. I guess it's, you know, I'm just right. joking. No. Um. So I was speaking to this broker in texas right and he is a referral from my friend tj oh i think you did touch on that i did touch on this a little bit and i, I reminded myself that i was gonna go over it and um i got with them and you know again this is part of the thing where i need to talk to the customer because from last time when i spoke to that one customer it didn't really work out because we had different financial she had different financial needs than i did so when it came down to pitching um or proposing my work for her my service for her um i guess i was beyond her budget but in this case, um, I named uh, you know I named this person that I was working with the, the broker from Texas, and um, I was a little nervous going on the phone with them because I was scared that you know after experiencing what I had with the lady, I was thinking to myself, well I you know I hope this doesn't happen again. I hope I have answered all his questions. I hope I'm able to kind of tell him that you know I'm here to service all his needs and things like that, and. The conversation went extremely well. And I actually recorded the conversation, which I thought was really and, successful. And now Ellie has a logo deal. I got a logo deal Yay. from a broker from Texas. And then... And then... You got another guy. So, I have another guy that my friend TJ, God bless him, also referred to me. And he also does HVAC work, I think. Some kind of HVAC work. But he needs a logo. He needs a logo, company. too. So, my referrals are coming in pretty good right now. I just need to make sure that I stay on top of it and work through them. Um, but, yeah, I'm really excited because... I know this is more business for me. I got to make sure that everything is organized and on point. Um, but I'm really excited. So things are going pretty well as far as, aside from my full-time work, my independent work is doing pretty good right now too. So no complaints. That's wonderful. And um, I'm happy for you. Yeah. You deserve it. Yeah. Well, so, anywho. I, hope, um, I hope everybody that's we got. has a good weekend. Yeah, that's, that's all we got. Yeah, guys, and, um, have a safe weekend. I know it's Labor Day weekend, so time off. yeah, definitely try to take some time off and be outside. I yeah. think I know. I mean, I, or just or just have some fun. Have some have fun. Some fun. You know what I mean? Like you don't have to do anything crazy. You don't have to go anywhere wild or try to explore anywhere that's beyond your reach. Just look around, man. Like I swear, like. There's a lot of places here that we just don't look at. And as much. the only thing, the only other thing I'm going to say is value the people that you love because mm-hmm. we know someone who lost someone very tragically. Yeah. And um, just value the people that you love and uh, say hello to them and you know give them a kiss, tell them tell them that you love them. Yeah. Because life is very precious and it's easy to forget that with all the hustle and bustle that we have going on yeah. in our lives. That's so. true. So. Stay positive, stay classy, San Diego. Yeah, San Diego. <laughs> yeah, if we were in San Diego, right? Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, have a great weekend, guys, and have a great work week. It's only a four-day work week for most people. Ayo. Ayo. <laughs> I know. All right. My place in Tekken. Yeah. Oh, God, you're always with me. What, are you going to say no? <laughs> Tekken. Jeez, that was so elevated I know. extra. I know. I had to All get right. out there. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. All right, guys. Take it easy. Bye.